Okay, hi Sarika, welcome to our first video podcast from Voca, where we will be interviewing entrepreneurs and different ecosystem players within the entrepreneur industry in Africa. And I'd just like to welcome you and have you tell us more about, introduce yourself, and then we'll go into a quick four questions the 30-minute session, and we will be done. Excited. Let's go. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this opportunity, and I'm excited to tell you a bit more about Social Enterprise Academy and our impact that we make. Um, I'm Sirita Behrens. I'm the hub manager currently for the South African branch of SEA, Social Enterprise Academy, mm-hmm. and we are in 14 countries, but um, our Cape Town South African hub also works with the other African country hubs. Okay. So um, to, to give you a little bit more information about SEA, should I jump into that? or? Yeah, so what's happening in the world right now is there's a lot of talk about niches, right? And this month, the February 2021 Vuka Lifestyle EMAG is going to be focused around the theme that we're going with is social enterprises. And so... Right. I'd like for you to tell me how the Social Enterprise Academy plays in this ecosystem. Essentially, what is your niche and what value are you bringing? So I think it will be valuable just to give a short definition of what a social enterprise is. So a social enterprise is often established around a social need, but it's an organization that uses economic activity to create social impact. So we also think like entrepreneurs. We know it's important to be sustainable financially and on all levels, but the difference between a normal um, enterprise and a social enterprise is that even though we make money, that money is redirected back into the social mission. So most social enterprises are established because of a social need and because of a real passion to address a social need. So why SCA was established was in... 2004 in Scotland originally yeah. was to really address the need of hosting, of facilitating short, really good, really practical programs for social entrepreneurs because we realize there's lots of long academic programs out there, but not really short programs to really meet people where they're at, have two-day programs at a time and literally give up social entrepreneurs the opportunity to go back into into their organizations and practice it. Because we know a lot of social enterprises really have a lack of resources and are struggling, so they don't necessarily have time to book out a year for an academic course. So we saw that need and we started to address it in Scotland in 2004 and basically branched out to, to 14 countries globally at this stage. So our focus is we realize that most social enterprises need support in four spheres of learning, basically. And the first would be leadership. So that's a very underestimated field in terms of capacity building in South Africa. But we realize that most social enterprises actually fail because of a lack of good leadership. So we focus a lot on leadership. So we would host programs such as Leadership for Social Change, Um, Our second sphere of learning includes impact measurement. So we'll have programs such as measuring social impact, um, introduction to impact measurement, et cetera. In in South Africa, we're mostly in a 
um, saw it sort of like early stage in terms of that because of the fact that a lot of social enterprises and nonprofits also don't don't really um, know how important it is yeah. to measure their impact and how to measure their impact. So that's a big focus of ours. And then, of course, our other sphere of learning is social enterprise. So anything about social enterprise, for example, we've got a very long program that's called Start Up Your Social Enterprise that literally takes people from idea phase right to implementation phase of their social enterprises, um, or even introducing or understanding social enterprise. That's also where a lot of organizations are at. And in South Africa specifically, as you know, we have more than 200,000 nonprofit organizations. Wow. So our role also lies. Yeah, lots of them. Our role also lies in the fact that there are lots of nonprofits out there that have income generation activities that sustains their current social mission, but they actually have never heard of the term social enterprise, or they they haven't, you know, become a part of this amazing community of social enterprises just because they haven't heard the term before. So yeah. our role also lies in assisting these nonprofits to also make a bit of a mind shift to say, I'm not going to be a traditional nonprofit that's only focused on getting grants. I'm going to think out of the box and get something within my core mission that can also make me money that I can plow back into my organization. And then lastly, the full sphere of learning is learning about learning. So we feel firmly that someone with, without you know, experience in this, as a social entrepreneur can't be facilitating our programs because they wouldn't know practically really what they're talking about. So yeah. all, of our social, all of our facilitators are social entrepreneurs. They've started and ran successful social enterprises in the past. So we basically take them through a, a long learning and development process within our methodology, and then they, they first observe, then co-facilitate facilitate our programs. So we are proud to say that all of our programs are facilitated by social entrepreneurs. Um, and our head office team is actually quite small because we firmly believe that that's the best way to, to bring across this knowledge. I hope that answers your question. Wow, I actually feel like I know exactly what you guys are doing. And I love organizations who are able to break it down and be very specific about what they're doing. I'm especially touched by the leadership element where a lot of the organizations, whether they're social or not, it is really highly dependent on who is steering that ship. Who is taking it? Do they know how they're dealing with their team? Do they know how they're managing the funds? Are they managing the whole process? So I'm so excited about that. And I feel like it's a big, big need in our, in our ecosystem. So the second, one of the second, um, when you spoke about impact, You said that one of the learnings that you guys are focused on is teaching how people can measure impact. And at this point, I would like to ask you to please help teach us, teach the VUCA audience for this minute, to give us two to three ways that organizations can measure impact, that how can they recognize it and measure it within their organization. First of all, I would say if you aim at nothing, you eat nothing. So if you don't kind of incorporate how you're going to impact your community and the society, it's not going to happen. It's not going to just be a byproduct of what you do necessarily. 
No. Like we need to sometimes, especially if we're entrepreneurs and haven't started our organization because we want to create impact, yeah. then it's very important that we sit back and say, how can we impact our community and how can we take what we do to really impact our community on an environmental and a social level? Mm-hmm. So there's many ways to do this. Um, for example, in our programs and some of our programs, we can take people to say, okay, as an, an entrepreneur, how can I make more impact? So, for example, we can help you to say, this is my supply chain. Um, at this stage, I'm only buying a certain product or a service from a big corporate because that's the cheapest and they produce on a mass scale, for example. Mm-hmm. We can help you think through things like, how can I bring, for example, social enterprises into my supply chain? It might be a little bit more effort. It might, that might be a little bit more expensive. It takes a bit more time. But if I support this social enterprise that, that makes the same product, then people's lives are literally changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a way in which an, an, an entrepreneur can really say, okay, this is my current supply chain. I don't plan to become a social enterprise, but I want to make more social impact. So how can I support um, social entrepreneurs you know, from A to Z in my supply chain and literally look at ways in which I can do that? Uh-huh. Um, that's a big way in which you can measure your social impact to really assess what you are doing with your supply chain. What, what, what are you doing in terms of your environmental policies? And how can you make that more impact oriented? And yeah. there's a lot of material that you can also find online. And the tool we also use is just the triple bottom line. So even a normal business should have a triple bottom line. Should be really assessing how do I impact planet? How do I impact um, people? And how do I make profit while doing it? So really focusing on all of that, and I would say in everything you do, because we believe actually that there shouldn't be something like just a non-profit or we believe that or an entrepreneur, but everybody are social entrepreneurs. So everybody should be looking at their impact in the way they do business. So first of all, going through that process of really assessing what you do, looking at your triple bottom line, looking at your planning, um, how you, instead of just making a simple choice, maybe say, is there a way in which I can make a choice to help my community um, in my supply chain, for example, as I mentioned. Yeah. And impact measurement really um, is about, like, when we hear the term impact measurement, it's sort of like everybody gets a block in their brain. It sounds, yeah, because they're like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> how do I even... It sounds like... Yeah, it's not so complicated. <laughs> and, and you know what? It actually isn't complicated. Um, the, the, what we found at the academy is that often people bring out these, you know, they bring in these outside consultants that charge them an arm and a leg that will now help them with an impact measurement tool. Yeah. You know, and at the end of the day, that they don't take ownership for that and they kind of keep it at the back end and, you know, they're forced to fill in the template. But how we approach impact measurement is we take people to a, like a one or a two day program where we say, okay, what is your theory of change? Like, what do you want to achieve? If, even if you're an entrepreneur, but you really want to achieve social impact, what social impact do you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. And then we take you through a 
process of really getting to that end goal and capturing all the information, like if I list outputs, like what type of activities will lead me to that output, etc., yeah. etc. Et so literally, they write up and compile within a day or two their own, you know, impact measurement strategy through okay. this theory of change. Yeah, and, so and if the one campaign. Yeah, no, if the team sits and they buy into it, then I mean, then they feel it's theirs, and then they take, take complete ownership of it. And once organizations take ownership of it, it's so easy for them to then do everyday admin, etc., to measure that as they go. So taking ownership and and writing your own impact measurement strategy is the second way in which I would say you can really. And, you know, enhance your social impact. Yeah. Am I talking too much? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I love it. I, I love it. Do you have one more for us? Or that's two, is those, are those two good for now? I think those two are good for now. I think that will really make people think in terms of the impact and where they're heading and, you know, what they do. Just an example of that, if I can give a quick example. Mm-hmm. So, so Food Lovers Market is very passionate about this. And they understand the value of bringing in social enterprises as part of their, their supply chain. So they actually partnered with us now. Yeah. And we've launched a competition in January to make small social enterprises and small, um, you know, small businesses that wants to make more of a social impact or that's making more of a social impact, you know, to enter this competition to be part of Food Lovers Market supply chain, yeah. which is a wonderful opportunity. And I mean, we are really challenging, you know, all, you know, everyone like, a, you know, similar to the food lovers market, you know, in any retail store or grocery store to also consider this because that, that is a great way in which, even though if it, it's, it might be a little bit more effort because it's not, a, not necessarily a massive corporate with a massive production line, yeah. you know, necessary. So it will be a bit more complicated, but. They have taken up the challenge to say, even though it's a bit more complicated, or it might be, we want to make social impact. So we want to include social enterprises in our supply chain, in our grocery department, you know. Um, and, and that is part of the competition we're running right now. No, I like, I like everything that you're saying because, first of all, just starting with your bottom line, you know, and looking at your supply chain, many people don't think about that. You know, you think about when you, what happens is when you come into the entrepreneurial space, you're just so excited to be a big company. You know, that's your goal. You want to be big. You want to work with big companies. You want to be seen as a big company. But what I've heard you saying today is that how can we all work together regardless of your size? Right. So how can a bigger company like Food Lovers Market work within its ecosystem, work with their other small farmers and make impact in that way? So Mm. you've got me thinking because we run a digital company. Our supply chain is not very obvious, but the part of ownership where we're owning, what is it that we're doing? Who do we bring about? Who are the small writers, um, the brand new writers? How are we giving them opportunity? And to us, honestly, that is impact. One other thing that I wanted to mention real quick before we go to our second last question is the power of testimonials, right? So when, 
whoever you're impacting starts to come to you and tell you how you've changed their lives, to me, that's the biggest measurement of what you're doing. Because that tells me like, wow, the work we're doing is actually working. Here's somebody telling me that Mm. I feel like I got an opportunity to work with Food Lovers Market. I didn't know my small garden would be able to do this. And I won and it was for real, you know. So that's a testimonial of really changing lives within this continent. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that that really helps these organizations to grow their impact. So they might start a bit smaller, but now they're supplying to, say, for example, two food lover stores or three food lover stores. But as they grow and they got their production line in order, so they grow their impact. Um, so they, they grow the amount of people they can impact. And before long, they can supply to, I don't know, 10 stores or 15 stores and they have to employ more people and, and change more lives. So if, if a corporate or, you know, can think of in, incorporating a social enterprise into their supply chain, it might be hard at first. Yeah. But once they're in there, their impact grows exponentially. And that is, that is because someone was willing to give them a chance and to walk the extra mile. Um, so that is a real difference that someone like food lovers can make. Yeah. So it's about, it's always about being conscious. Like who are we impacting in our mm-hmm. environment? Not to being conscious about that. So now, Ms. Sarita, I want to ask you to tell me about your social enterprise connect community and practice website. How is that portal going to benefit entrepreneurs? Tell us more about that. The floor is yours. So we are very excited about this. So we've been wanting to start a community of practice for years, actually, okay. where we just found that, you know, the social enterprise space is so isolated. And, you know, you find people all over doing this amazing work and they, they've ne- not necessarily heard of the term social entrepreneurship. They don't know where to, where to find like-minded people, where to go. Just they don't have a platform in South Africa, really. Mm-hmm. And, We've been wanting to start this community of practice for that reason, you know, to connect social entrepreneurs in the different provinces with each other for networking, for support, for learning opportunities, and to, in that way, you know, through learning and developing, really enhance their impact. So we are very excited to say that the IDC has really bought into that vision and and they they commissioned us to start this community of practice for social entrepreneurs. And we have started last year in lockdown. It was quite difficult, but we had, we have, you know, really reworked and rethought the way we can do it since we couldn't start with in-person events as we wanted to. Mm -hmm. But then we decided we will do some launch online programs for social entrepreneurs just to actually help them through the difficult time of COVID-19 and to really pivot their organizations to stay afloat. So we started with those peer group support group sessions with our first programs. And as part of that, we also decided to launch our online resource learning platform called Social Enterprise Connect. So Social Enterprise Connect is really a way in which we can, not only when we can start with in-person events, but also to connect on a digital level. 
Yeah. So, for example, on that site, there's resources, there's case studies about social entrepreneurship, there's forums where we can ask each other questions and comment on it. There's a collaboration corner where social entrepreneurs can collaborate and start partnerships with each other on a platform. So it's really exciting. Um, and we've just, we're just about to launch it. We've developed it by end of last year. We went through a bit of a testing phase. But within the next few weeks, we will be launching the platform where these social entrepreneurs across the country will be able to connect on the platform. Um, and then the big objective for Social Enterprise Connect community of practice is that as soon as we can, as soon as lockdown, you know, restrictions gives we'll us the opportunity to do, uh-huh. <laughs> we will be launching in-person events starting in four provinces, four provinces, the Western Cape, Eastern Cape, Gauteng, and KwaZulu-Natal. And we'll start our first rounds of events in those provinces. And within the next year, two years, we'll be branching out to local community of practice, practices with, um, you know, connection events and learning events in all those provinces, um, all nine provinces. So that's very, very exciting for us. And I just have to also say that British Council is also on board in terms of developing our learning platform. So they have partnered with us and they're supporting us in putting this digital platform on on the next level um, and to develop more and more functionalities. So we're very grateful to them as well for, for partnering with us and for seeing the great vision of connecting social entrepreneurs and the impact that that is going to make. The British Council is big on social impact. I know that for sure. Quick question. Your Social Enterprise Connect. Um, two questions. One, when are you launching it? And two, what are, are there any costs associated with it? Is it free for everybody? What's going on over there? So we literally, we just um, in the in the process of finalizing everything with the platform, but within the next two weeks, we will launch the platform. Mm-hmm. I will also send you a media release <laughs> that you can you can also join our launch. Yeah, and and start testing out our platform a bit because just the fact that you are also interviewing social entrepreneurs and social impact organizations makes you an organization with a focus on social impact. So I would also like you to join the platform. <laughs> Yay! Uh-huh. So um, then we will be launching the platform. And the good news is to be a member of Social Enterprise Connect is free. Yeah. So anybody can sign up and join the platform free of charge because we want as many people as possible to join us and to sign up and to form partnerships. and. Yeah, so there's no cost involved in that. Okay, and last clarification. You so remember how we've been helping define what is a you've helped us define what is a social entrepreneurship, how do you recognize impact within your organization? What happens when you just want to be part of that community and you don't really have a business, you're just uh you're just a, just a consumer, you're just interested, maybe something might come up and you want to support, Do, would, would you find value from this platform as well? Can you join as well? Well, I would say the platform is mostly focused on people who have use with an idea of wanting to create social impact. So okay. they feel in their hearts that they've even got a solid idea that they want to start with and work on or they 
are entrepreneur, but they feel strongly about transitioning to have more social impact. Yeah. So I would say if we feel like that, it will be valuable. But the platform is mostly focused on, you know, providing resources, et cetera, for people that are already in the space or want to really be in the space. Okay. Um, and but we will be building out the platform later on as part of our long-term vision to include a section just for funders and to include a, a section for people in the support space, et cetera. So, but for now, as a launch, we want to really just help to enhance the impact of certain enterprises and nonprofits. Um, thank you, Suika. I think we are getting towards the end. I'm done with questions from my side. At this point, I'd like you to have the last word and just tell me if there's anything that you want to bring light to, anything that you want to let people know that's outside of the questions that I've been asking. This is your opportunity. So the only thing I would say is that now more than ever, it's really important to look at how we impact uh, the community and the environment around us. Mm-hmm. And COVID-19, even though it's been such a difficult time for us, really also made it hit home for us at this stage, how important it is to really, you know, have an impact on the people around you because a lot of people have really struggled and suffered and have lost their businesses and have lost their, their means, etc. during this time. And, I would say if, it's, if there ever was a time for social entrepreneurship, it's now. And if there ever was a time to consider your impact and to become really serious about your impact, it's now. So the only thing I would add is just please seriously consider the impact that you're making on your environment, your community, and how you can change lives, especially as an entrepreneur. So that's my last word. <laughs> Thank you so much, Surika. That is Surika from the Social Enterprise Academy, our first Booker live podcast guest. Thank you so much. We will be covering, we'll put a link to this interview on the February 2021 e-magazine where we'll be able to summarize a bit of what we've learned here today, talk about her media release for the platform that they're opening and you guys can either read about it or watch it thank you so much goodbye thanks so much for the opportunity thank Thank you. you